It's always cloudy in Cleveland. Brought to you in part by Rusco Sports Twitter. We have all the hit news about Cleveland sports. Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to It's Always Cloudy in Cleveland. Everybody, welcome to the show. Got a very, very special guest for you today. But first off, we got the boys back. Matty Ice, E Breezy, your boy Junior. Getting at you live. And this week's special guest, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Cobra Kai, Ski Boy Q, Schoolboy Dinsk, a.k.a. Ski Boy Wonder. Ski Boy, what's going on? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Not a problem, Ski. We appreciate you. Yeah, long-time listener, biggest fan, had to bring him on. Uh, Ski Boy Q is going to share some good stories with us towards the end of the pod, so something to look forward to. Uh, But Cobra Kai, let me tell you, there's something we do for our special guests. We like to give them a little interview just so the always cloudy and Cleveland faithful, you know, know a little bit about you. Oh, boy. So I'm just going to just rapid fire. First thing that comes to mind, favorite sports team. Uh, are we talking just Cleveland or uh, of all time? Just of all time. Like, who's your favorite sports team to root for? I would say definitely Texas Longhorns football. Um, hook them. Hook them. Uh, big Texas guy, but I have to go with the Brownies if we're, if we're going Cleveland sports. All right, he's going with the Brownies, but he likes to hook them. All right, number of bones you've broken in your body. Bones? Uh, two? Which, Which ones? I've uh, broken a finger, and I uh, shattered a shoulder. Collarbone or no? No, shoulder. Shoulder. Okay. Favorite movie? Favorite movie? Saving Private Ryan, hands down. Michael Keaton Batman or George Clooney Batman? I like the George Clooney only because they got the nipples on the suit. True. That's a good point. Favorite wrestler growing up? Stone Cold. Childhood icon that you looked up to? Also Stone Cold or somebody else? And we can go back to Batman? Sure. <laughs> George Clooney? And being I love Batman. Batman. Okay. I love Batman. Furby or a Tamagotchi? I, Furby scared the hell out Dead, of me. Dude, right? I remember one time I was, I was sleeping over at a friend's house, and, and that thing woke me up in the middle of the night just blinking. Furby. <laughs> Wait, Ski, what do you have at your house? What are What is his collection at your parents' house? Did you have like a bunch of clowns or something? No, I don't collect clowns. I thought they collected something. I slept over Ski's house back in college, and I thought your house had like a bunch of something, and it like scared the hell yeah, out of me. Yeah, my mom can, collects like little like like humble little character guys that are all over the house. Yeah, like, every yeah. like what the hell is that, mom? <laughs> Precious moments, I think they're called. Okay. Yes. Favorite Pokemon noise? Like name that Pokemon, and then you have to make the noise. <laughs> well, I, I have to go Charmander. Charmander, Char. Charmander. <laughs> this is this is why you guys brought me in for this. Yeah. Are you kidding me? All right. And then the last question: the most times ever that you pooped in one single day. <laughs> Honest, honestly. How is uh... fourteen? <laughs> and that is not a lie. That is not a lie. I think Wait, we're at. I think no. I think that's when we we got home from the cruise, and I got real like bad food poisoning or whatever. 
<laughs> it was I had to take two days off of work <laughs> after I was already off a week on vacation. Charmander, char. That's the sound it made. Too. I'll tell you what it said. <laughs> Balba. <laughs> More like Squirtle, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we're gonna get right into it. Talk about our Cleveland Brownies. Uh, Devastating game, but let me tell you, this was probably the most drunk we've been at a game as necessary. I will tell you that Breezy and Schoolboy Ski, neither one of them really remember much of the game. I don't remember shit, to tell you the truth. I was borderline blacked out. By the end of the game, I actually was blacked out, to tell you the truth. Breezy, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Muni lot? Like, we, we well, tailgated about, for once. So, like, this? what happened? What ha- happened? How about before we even got to Muni lot? So, we... We call an Uber from Lakewood, and we get off there on East 9th. And as soon as we get out of the Uber, we got to yes. go wait to cross yes. the street. I forgot about this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we literally get right out of the Uber, and, and we're I, at the intersection. And I look to my right, and I just see this girl just standing there with a fucking orange Solo cup filled Sorry. with beer. Just standing there. There's, there's three traffic cops no more than 10 feet away from us, and I'm just like. And we no, we just instantly go, no, no. <laughs> like kind of making a big deal out of it because we're like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you just can't like walk around Cleveland with the orange Solo. And, and so we call her out. I'm like, you're just trying to get an open container right now? She's like, well, it's in a cup, so I think I'm okay. <laughs> they just and think no, it's like no, the beauty lot. she's there. like, well, you're carrying beer on your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like. Not the same thing. And the best part about this, this girl was literally by herself. Which we didn't she, know. We, we, didn't, thought we thought she was with a group people, of friends. Yeah. But then she just started walking by herself and I realized, damn, this girl's on a mission and it's to carry her beer from God knows where to <laughs> Muni Lot. True story. There's no rules on Brown Sunday, that's for sure. No, but speaking of Muni, this is the most packed I've ever seen Muni Lot. Really? Yeah. Probably in the past decade. I'm not kidding. The it weather is, was beautiful. It was warm. We it was like perfect football huge. weather. It was literally perfect, well, like 60 degrees and sunny. Everyone was just hyped up for this game, too. I mean, quick question I want to pose, and maybe I'll throw this to my guy, Matty Ice, to my left. Was this game more so of the Browns looking bad, or was it more so of the Chargers just looking really good? Um, I think there's no doubt about it. It was a combination of both. I mean, if I had to choose, I would probably say it was the Chargers looking better. Um, I don't think anybody knew how good the Chargers were. I mean, Phillip Rivers is playing like he's never played before. I mean, he literally is an MVP candidate right now. He absolutely torched the the Browns secondary, which is something we haven't seen much. I mean, I know Derek Carr had a good game with them, but um, I think the other thing was, that was completely glaring about it was how we were outcoached. We had absolutely zero adjustments throughout the entire game. The guys laid down and gave up. So even though the Browns, in my opinion, by far had their worst game of the year, I think the Chargers just played out of their mind. Well, to tell you the truth, I think what opened up that passing game is the fact that they're getting nine yards of crack on the run. Like I swear to God, Melvin Gordon was not touched until he was six yards passed by the linebackers, and it was pissing me off more than anything. I figured we – we can at least stop the pa- the running game because we know we're not going to stop Phillip Rivers when he's passing the ball. Well, that's not the first time, though, is what I'm saying. We've had trouble with the run this entire year in the secondary. Yeah, but, but no, nothing down. like this, though. Well, what did I say on last week's podcast when I was asking? I'm like, listen, we'll give him the run. We'll give him the short passes, and then we got to contain. But, but we, we, did didn't not, we didn't do well, that, any of that. That's what happens. If you, you could give him the runs, you could give him the short game, but once that deep ball opens up, Tar- Tyrell Williams had two deep balls, two tutties, should only get, been one. The, the, the one you can, no, the first one he was in three man coverage, 
and he went up for the jump ball, and somehow there were three Browns jerseys. Demarius Randall was the one who had it around him and just rolled the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, it was Joe Sherbert, uh, Randall, and then who was it? Was it Kerry? Honestly, it's irrelevant. Whoever the third person was kind of behind really didn't do much. Okay, and then the next one, to your point, another deep ball was the one where they False start. jumped. So I will say, I mean, listen, you can give up. You can only give up so much. I mean, if you're the defense is going to give away the wrong game, the short passes, that's fine. But you can't give away the deep ball because it just exposed our entire defense. Um, the one thing I want to say is, again, going back to that one play where the player clearly jumped off and it was a false start, these refs are still beating us up all year. Like, we can't catch a break. This is the first game where I can say that the refs had zero contribution to yes. the outcome. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we got killed. Yeah, and I mean, the tough thing, too, is, I mean, you can, I mean, the defense was finally exposed this year. I mean, they just ran all over us. They had the momentum going on the field. But turning over to the offensive side, I mean, Baker Mayfield, he, I mean, he looked like a rookie. You know what I mean? Well, I figured this game would be a shootout, and we saw that the Chargers decided they wanted to make it a shootout. But I think this is just Baker's coming out game. The NFL is starting to figure him out a little bit. You know, they made adjustments towards him, and, you know, the Browns weren't able to make adjustments to help Baker out. Well, but you, it also didn't help that we had zero wide receivers to throw to besides Juice, who was, was double-teamed every single time. I mean, he should have had that. He had a beautiful throw to Ratley in that corner route. Um, oh, and, my and God. That's a touchdown. I'm not going to – I mean, obviously, Baker had his worst game of the year, but at the same time as a rookie, I'm still very excited where he's at right now. He didn't have – in my opinion, a quote unquote terrible game. I thought he had a, he had his ups and downs, but I mean, no was, quarterback out just, there. Yeah, no quarterback out there. No I mean, quarterback out happen. there can you know survive with we all, wide receiver can't catch the ball. To be fair, we all knew he was going to play down to a rookie level at some point, Correct. and it just happened to be well, this week, which didn't help because he didn't have many receivers to his defense. Thank you, Diesel Nut. Um, and the thing was, he was also holding on to the ball a lot. That's so where I wanted to get to. The receiver's to, not yeah. helping him out. He's holding on to the ball a lot. Couple looking, sacks. Looking for that receiver that's not open. He ends up getting sacked five yeah. times. And I think that's where that's where Baker needs to improve on. I think that's what his issue was this week, and that's where the Chargers got us. They got to the quarterback way too easily. And like you said, when you got receivers going out there not getting open, it's pretty tough to find people. Okay. So noting that, obviously, we do need help with the receiver's end. Um, you know, Rashard Higgins on all along, he's out for Willie's is out for the year. And then by the way, Rod Streeter, the one dude you didn't bring in, he ended up getting Gone. freaking hurt. Breaking his neck to be specific. Right. So <laughs> next man up, break your fucking neck. I don't know if you guys watched Thursday night football. Odell Beckham Jr. looked like a freak on the sidelines, like did not look like he wanted to be there. And it just looks like the beginning of the end for New York Giants. So I have a question I want to pose again to the boys of It's Always Cloudy and Cleave and special guest Cobra Kai, a.k.a. Ski Boy Wonder. Would you trade next year's first-round pick and maybe, you know, whatever else you might need to shut out for Odell Beckham Jr.? Cobra? I would. I, I think Matty Ice would probably disagree with me. Um, I was also big on, on Josh Gordon. I loved having that, that superstar spotlight out there. Um, it, it brought more attention to the team. And I know Odell, he, he, he brings a bad rap to himself and the rest of the organization with the way he acts on the sidelines. I was watching that entire game with him headbutting that fan and, and going nuts. Um, it's definitely not a good look, but I think – if I he, think it's because he's not happy, though. I think it's just like, of course, he's getting frustrated. He's not getting if you touches. You put him in a situation where you know you maybe line him up with his boy Juice from LSU. They can you know 
get the boys going back at it, I think it, it could change, you know, how he's acting. Yeah, so. I would like to see him come in, and, and that, that'd be sweet to have more hype around the team with a superstar like that. Even with those problems, if those can get corrected, I think that'd be awesome to have them teamed up again. And Schoolboy Dinsks, to your point as well, we really are missing that Josh Gordon, that spotlight on the field, because as you can see, once you take away that big target who maybe draws a double team, you know, they're going to cover Juice. They're going to cover Njoku, which is why Baker was holding on to the ball for so long. So, again, we are really missing that deep threat, that big guy who could just own the field and open up the rest of the offense. But remind you as well, though, the only thing I, – I mean, don't get me wrong. If we got Odell, I'm going to be pumped about it. I would be pumped about it. But I don't think it's very likely. They signed him to a long-term deal for a reason. They're not going to just trade him. I don't even think they would do it for two first-round picks, to be completely honest with you. Um, but what scares me is Jarvis showed his, his, you know, what he showed in Miami and his biggest problem with Miami. He was pouting on the sideline. He wasn't, he wasn't finishing some of his routes. So what scares me is if you have two diva receivers on the same exact team, that can be a culture change. Um, again, I would, I would, I would trade two first rounds for Odell. I don't think the giants would do it, but at the same time, what would make me nervous is if you have two quote unquote receiver divas yeah. on the team. No, I get that. But at the same time, I think that them being back together, I think they would buy into it and say, hey, we do have the talent now. It's not just me, Juice, by myself. It's just not me, Odell, by myself with Eli Old Man Manning throwing the rock. But, hey, we actually have talent here. We got a young team. Now let's fucking make it work. Well, the thing is, you bring Odell on this team, which, like I alluded to, I don't think that's even possible at this point. But if you did, they would be pretty happy because the only reason they're, they get all pouty is because they're not getting the football. Naturally, with two weapons like that on the same team, it's going to open things up. You're not going to be able to double-team everybody. At the end of the day, you got those weapons on the field. I'm pretty sure Baker can spread the love. Yeah. And Diesel Nut did bring up um, LSU when Odell and Juice were there. Adam Henry is our wide receivers coach. So I definitely think – and Odell, even in the offseason, was joking around like about playing with Juice and the Browns and this and that. To your point, it might not be realistic, but if he pulls some Kyrie Irving bullshit, Jimmy Butler bullshit, you never know what can happen in today's game. If he wants out, I mean, you know, we just got to – what's the asking price? Man, yeah, but, just, you, but you, see, to, yeah. you see the thing, though. He just got paid. He's not going to pull right. the Levy and Bell and but eat away all like, that cake. And I know Matty Ice will agree with me here is next year's first-round pick, we're probably going to take a receiver anyway. Why miss with Correct. getting, you know, what's his ears from Minnesota who was a bust that you liked? Uh, Treadwell? Treadwell. Treadwell. Yeah. Why, why, why take a risk, why on, take a risk on a fucking Treadwell when you can just get proven under contract Odell? Well, I mean, I would it, it makes so much round, sense for us. Give but... him Jamie Collins and, uh, you okay, know. Clearly we would do that, 100%. Zane Gonzalez. But yeah. I just don't think there's Maybe any way that. the Giants do that. Would, uh, what would you guys give up for Amari Cooper, though? Not a first rounder. Fuck that. Would you give up a second rounder? Because yeah, I think the Raiders would take a second rounder. No, I really do. They're asking for a first rounder. They no, want a first I'd, rounder. I'd probably give up a third rounder. And... You wouldn't give up a second rounder for Amari Cooper? Dude, we gave up Josh Gordon. Okay, but who's our second round rounder pick? this year, yeah, though? Josh Gordon was off the field for the past four years. That's totally Dude, different. But, Junior, who's our second rounder this year? Uh, Corbett. Yeah, and he's on the bench right now. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. He's also getting four yards or four carries a game. He's giving me a half trouble with those four carries. Yeah, he is. Averaging 10 yards per carry. Anyhow, but yeah, I think we all recognize we do need receiver help. It doesn't look like Rashard Matthews is going to be in a brown jersey anytime soon. I mean, let's be honest. If they liked him, we would have signed him that day. They wouldn't have let him go to Arizona if they liked him. But there's also a reason other teams haven't signed him as well. Speaking of bringing guys in, Navarro Bowman. Navarro Bowman. Navarro Bowman. 
Okay, this guy's a three-time pro bowler. Big 10 guy. 30 years old. Okay. We got a beat-up linebacker room. We lost uh, Michael Kendricks then earlier the in the year. Um, and then Joe the Show is going down. Jamie Collins just does not look like he either one he can't play because he eats too much Oreos and goldfish on the couch like me, or two he's just not interested. But right now, I mean, we need some spark to that to that group. Even Kirksey, Kirksey yesterday he had one fucking tackle. Yeah, yeah like what are you doing, up, bro? Man. They're running right up down your throat, and you can't make a tackle. Kirksey's been the most disappointing player I think so far this season of anybody. Um, I think that Bowman. If we can get him to sign, that's huge. I mean, he's he's somebody that can replace Schober because Schober proven, hamstring proven. Yeah, Schober. That's an injury a hamstring where can be lag for weeks on weeks and weeks. I mean, he might not even be healthy for the rest of the year. Another voice in the locker room, and I think it's yes. just something for the guys to get excited it, about. Oh, we just brought on three time Pro Bowler. Like, yes, dude. It just makes sense on all levels. I mean, there's no. I can't think of anything. And it makes sense for him too. We shouldn't bring him here. I yeah. feel like the guys right now in Cleveland are buying in and they're trying to build something. So when you toss around guys like his name and you bring these names around and you're like, hey, this is – like, again, even at the beginning of the year, bring around Des Bryant. Like, these guys want that – those types of play, these winning mentalities of bringing in these types of players, and I think it's only going to create more excitement and hopefully these guys do go out and perform and show some effort, unlike my boy, Jamie Collins. How about Duke Johnson? Finally getting him more involved. Yeah, and, and fucking dude- scrap time, irrelevant time. Like, can we give this guy the rock more or what? It's unbelievable. It, it's literally unbelievable to me that we have – he's probably our best playmaker on the team. Like, I would argue that he's more of a playmaker than Jarvis Landry. I really would. I have one quick solution. Jabril Peppers needs to stop with kicks. Yeah, he had yes. a nice run, but you can't trust him at this point. I, I don't know. Did you see, did you not see those... that fumble? Okay. One, you did you not see the yeah, four – hammered. I forgot. Did you not see the four fucking punt returns he had? He got it inside the 35-yard line? Well, apparently he looked, you he looked phenomenal him. yesterday. Yeah, you said, yeah, he had one fumble. You but he said you didn't really remember good. the game because you were blacked yeah. out. Yeah, but it's a sobering moment. I'm a Browns fan. Well, let me yeah, ask you. You were boys. sobered up when it, he freaking the ball. No, hit no, right I'm talking about it. it's coming it. back. It's one of those things. It's coming back. Boys. It's all coming back to you, Meatloaf. It's coming. Oh, that's fucked up. All right, let me ask you this: Did you guys watch the Patriots game last night? Yes. No, I was actually. I so was definitely. Who's the starting running back for the Patriots? Sonny Michelle. Correct. And who leads the team? Not leads a team, but. Is their basically scoring threat? James White. James White. That literally is exactly what we should be doing with Duke Johnson. Like they should be watching what the Patriots do with James White, and that's exactly what we should be doing with Duke Johnson. There's no doubt in my mind, Duke Johnson is three times better than James White. So are you telling me that we need to fire Hugh Jackson and hire Josh McDaniels? <laughs> no, no, never hire a Patriots coach. That's, that's pretty much what he just is, told me. But that's never worked out ever. When have you ever seen a former Patriots coach pan on the NFL? I was just Romeo. Cornell. I was just two plus two is four, so I was just connecting dots. However, with that being said, Cobra Kai, what do you think? Is Hugh gonna lose his job? Does how many games do you think this guy needs to win to stick around? Does it come down to wins and losses, or does it just come down to you know us being competitive? What are your thoughts, Ski Boy Dansk? I mean, at this point, the wins and losses. I mean, look at the guy. The last three years, they would have. If it was wins and losses, I think they would have got rid of them already. I point. said this to. I'd be happy if this team won six games. That's still a, an opportunity. Granted, we should have won the first, you know, four. But yeah, but the issue is, if we were going to fire Hugh, we would have done it already. I it, unfortunately, 
we're already committed to Hugh Jackson. I think we are for this year and probably for next year too. I think one thing you can say about Hugh Jackson, and there's not a lot of positive things you can say about the last few years, but um, it looks like the players really do have his back. I mean, I can only count on a few, you know, few times that the Browns have completely get, like given up. Like you see teams like the Bills just roll over and lose fifty three to nothing, where you don't see that with Hugh Jackson's team. Um, I think there's zero chance he makes it past the end of the year, but um, I do think he's just going to be in it for the rest of the year. It's kind of just like a bridge, bridge uh, coach. Yeah, and I, I mean, like I said, we can't get with this team. You can't get too high on the highs. You can't get too low on the lows, and we have to take it truly week by week. We have a good matchup next week with Tampa Bay. I know they're kind of rejuvenated with Jameis back under center. Um, but we'll revisit the Tampa Bay matchup at the end of the segment. We'll give you our predictions, and hopefully this week um, maybe our predictions will be a little bit more accurate. This week's Halloween segment is brought to you in part by Roscoe Sports, bringing you the hit news about Cleveland sports. So this week we're going to talk a little bit about Halloween costumes, whether it be one of your favorite costumes growing up, something that makes you chuckle every year. Maybe it's a costume you don't like. Um, But Halloween segment, getting closer to the big day. Anybody want to tee this one off? Why don't you tee this one off, Junior? All right, so my favorite costume of all time, I was just a young – Junior was a young junior in high school. And I went to the Ohio State University for Halloween. And – uh I went as God's gift to women, so I had, like, wrapping paper, like a wrapping paper bag, like, over my head, and then I had a big bow with a tag hanging off the side that said, from God to women. It Why does this not best. surprise me at all? Dude, God's plan, and it was just, like, all the girls loved it, just coming up to me, icebreaker. Did you get laid that night? Look, look at Breezy's no. face, dude. He's like, why didn't I ever think of that? That's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, it was pretty dope. So It wasn't that cool. Um, one of my other favorites at the Ohio University Don't was, take mine. was Where's Waldo one year. I thought it was the greatest idea of all time. Like, I was a freshman in college. I'm like, dude, I've been thinking of this forever. Everybody had that Literally, costume. Literally, it was like the most popular costume <laughs> Everybody that year. I was had so it. pissed. That's like when everybody decided to whip out the Jackie Moon costume <laughs> yeah. two years after semi-pro. I, I mean, we... Most of us went to Ohio University here, so it was a big deal. Go Cats. Go Cats. Go Cats. Third down. It's third down. I was more the creative guy. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, probably our sophomore year, it was those guys that had the Viking. Probably didn't remember. You know, they had the big boat, and, it. you know, the streets of Court Street were absolutely packed shoulder to shoulder, and these guys just had this big-ass boat, and they would just run out with their Viking outfits. And I just thought it was the funniest thing because they were just such a pain to everybody around them because you couldn't just shimmy around people. You had to move the entire crowd to get <laughs> I, did, I don't remember that. You sure <laughs> you didn't have one of those special brownies out of your – your treat bag on that one? Yeah, that was... That <laughs> Seen those things? Uh, no, one a shout-out on Court Street. Shout-out to the business frat. Some of the dudes were uh, at the we Last go. Supper. So they were just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They had a table. That was pretty good. That was a good one. I think one of my, my favorites, uh, our, our good friend Sauce, he's, uh, he's a tall, lengthy guy. How tall is he? Like 6'4"? Yeah, shout-out to Sauce. Shout-out to Sauce if he ever gets on here. But uh, he won his Abe Lincoln one year. And he was like the perfect... <laughs> Abe Lincoln, because he's so tall and skinny, he had the beard. It was, it was like authentic. Perfect. Everyone wanted to take a picture with him. Yeah, it was a good one. I would say my favorite, I was always, growing up, I always wanted Batman. Couldn't tell. And then we went as superheroes. I think that was the same year Sauce yeah, was, won as was... uh, Abe Lincoln. He was like the only one that didn't go as a superhero. <laughs> and, Abe Lincoln, uh, Vampire Slayer. 
Yeah. You trying to tell me Abe Lincoln ain't a superhero? He abolished slavery, dude. But yeah, would you go as you were Wolverine? That was, of course, I was yeah, Batman I was... with the big puffy uh, muscles. Well, like, uh, like honestly, like really hard to get. Batman laid in that was mask. my favorite superhero growing up. But of course, Ski Boy Dansk over here had to steal the thunder and be a five foot ten Batman when I would have been the perfect you know six, six two, one six two two fifteen had the here. chin roll in that year. You know what I'm saying? You said a chin roll. The chin, like the. Oh, I thought you said jaw, chin rolls. You had a couple of chin rolls now. <laughs> I said that year, dude. Chill. Uh, but yeah, when it's Wolverine, it's still pretty badass. I had those claws coming out of my hands. Before before white claws. Before the white claws, my claws were a little bit cooler. Ski boy, didn't you? Didn't you go as a pre- <laughs> ski boy? Didn't you go as a pregnant nun I did freshman go, year? I did go as a pregnant nun. There you go. True story. Yes, I had to go to church that following Sunday. With what? Didn't you have stuff all over you? No, that was Easter. Oh, Easter. Okay. Easter when I showed up in we'll save Silver that. Sharpie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in, actually a great story. Junior, we're going to have to save me. that for the Easter podcast in a That's couple That's a long months. ways away, man. All right, fine. Side note. You side note. Let me tell this quick story. Quick story. We go this out. We go out uh, the Easter Night Eve. You, all right, let me put it on the platter for you. So senior year, Easter weekend, we only have a couple of weekends left in Athens, so we we didn't we opted not to go home for Easter, but we're like, all right, we still got to go to church Easter Sunday, obviously. Right. However, one, we are Down still going out that night. Yeah, so we went out Saturday night. Shit got weird. Insert Cobra Kai story. Uh, so we, we head back uh, for the after hours. Always had after hours. At Big Meech's. Big Meech's. A young ski boy over here passed out on the couch. A bad idea. Um Reefa Lance, our other roommate, decided it was a good idea to take a silver sharpie to my entire body. Entire body. Wake up the following it, morning. It just wasn't Reefa Lance, a.k.a. Lance. It was everyone. Dance. It was everybody. Just fast, like, forward, fast forward the following morning. We're late for church. 100%. I, Joe wakes me up. I look down. All I see is my arms and my legs covered in silver sharpie. Like the silver, the silver surfer from Fantastic Four. Yeah. That was me. Didn't look in the mirror. Didn't do anything. Threw on a suit, make sure my 80 arms were covered. Eighty degrees in Athens. Eighty, no, eighty-five. <laughs> Sweating. We're walking to church. We're in there. We're getting in late. We sit down. Wait, 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 wait. We're walking to church, but I'm getting this motherfucker ready. I'm like, dude, we gotta go. We're, they're saving us seats. We gotta go. It's eighty-five degrees. In order, he couldn't get the freaking sharpie off him. <laughs> so in order to cover it up, this dude wore like a three-piece suit, yeah. like, <laughs> just to cover <laughs> up his didn't, entire didn't, body. Eighty-five degrees. Didn't look in the mirror. We, we're sitting in church for about half, um, probably twenty minutes, and I'm dripping sweat. I'm and, sweating. And this booze. church is dick to dick. There's nowhere to sit. Like we got yes. there, and it was standing room only. And luckily, we our friends them. saved yeah. us a couple seats. But we're like, they're like the folding chairs that they just put in the back so we're like sitting on top of each other like yeah. sweating bullets yeah and uh i go to wipe some sweat off my forehead and i see their silver sharpie on my hand <laughs> i open up my phone no silver sharpie all over my goddamn face don't mean to say that when i was in church you think junior walking five blocks to church would have said hey man you got silver sharpie on your face did you look in the mirror i didn't so I am, in, late, dude. I am in church covered, <laughs> my whole face covered in silver Sharpie like machine gun in a suit. <laughs> and I am licking my palms, getting this all. I got spit in silver Sharpie everywhere. Classic, classic story. Classic story. Well, this actually reminds me of one of my favorite uh, Halloween costumes that I've seen in my day. And this actually is a story about Junior's cousin. And since you guys don't know Junior's cousin, he happens to be bald and he looks good and he rocks it well. But in high school, all the seniors, you know, all the seniors dress up and everything, blah blah blah, blah blah blah. Junior's cousin comes 
and he puts on a monk's shout robe. out to Junior's cousin. Shout out to Junior's cousin, wearing a monk's robe with his bald head, and all of his buddies by these bald calves, and they're following him around the school like it's a little parade. You got his bald That's cousin awesome. looking just like a monk, and then there's about twenty dudes with bald calves following him. It's classic, beautiful thing. I love the creativity. You always got to give shout outs to the creative people, like current events they do something that was in the news are we doing something this year speaking of another current event i've always wanted to do uh since we're not going old school wwf wrestlers like i think that'd be like breezy would be mankind for sure obviously obviously uh what about the big show no dude mankind with the mask it'd be awesome mr saka i'd be uh rocky mavia aka the rock drinking ed what about you carlito (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I could uh, I could see Diesel Nut being an Undertaker, Diesel Kane Nut, or Kane. I'd probably be Steve Blackman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hey, he's Steve, actually going to Steve Blackman. That's would a fact. For, for sure, be Vince McMahon. Just saying. No, Ski would be Al Snow. No, Al Val Venus. Ski would Val be Val Venus? Venus for sure. Diesel Nut. Hello, ladies. <laughs> Val Venus impression. Well, that was a bit spooky. Uh, Matty Ice, what about you? He'd be Gold Dust for sure. You definitely Gold Dust. Gold Dust, yeah. Yeah. That's weird. That's creepy. You actually have the costume upstairs for other things. Yeah. Okay. Next week will be our final Halloween segment. So hope you all enjoyed these seggies. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit Seggies? about your Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, I thought you were going to do it. Come on. You got to do the voice one time for the people out one there. One time for the people. Yeah. So when you do that, you know how when you came over Friday and did that? Yeah. So Aaron had no clue that you were coming over. So she's sitting AKA, there. AKA Ice's girlfriend. Shout yeah. out to the girlfriend. So she's sitting on the couch and her eyes just are literally so wide open. She has no clue what's going on because she hears this voice. Your Cleveland Cavaliers! What about what about when they're shooting free throws? At the line. Shooting two. Number two. Colin. Sexton. Personal foul. Number six. Rodney. You know Stuck. he just walks around his apartment by himself naked. No, actually, I, I can't take just credit for that. Just practicing it. 100% no, he does that. No, that's Sauce. That's, yeah. that's Sauce's thing. Sauce was always... At the line. Shooting two. Number six. Earl. Watson. Earl. Clark. Brought to you in part by Toyota. Let's go places. Plug. Plug. All right. Yeah, Speaking plug. of the Cavs, got the first game of the year Wednesday facing Kawhi Leonard and the new look Toronto Raptors. Gentlemen, this is exciting. No LeBron, but I'm not even like that mad about it, though. Cobra? I'm hyped. Uh, it took me a little bit. It took me a little bit to get over the LeBron thing again. Uh, but I'm hyped. Um, hopefully, tickets aren't expensive this year. I don't. More th- yeah, that. they're not. A, I, I'm actually going to the opening game. It's not that expensive. They're really? going to be affordable, and the new look Q. New I mean, that's Q? something to be excited about. The standing room only section I heard is going to be pretty dope. They're having that. I'm hoping it yeah. turns out like the you know, the Indians. I, it's obviously not going to be like the Indians. You know how they have that. And well, it's, it's like, indoor, or, but yeah, but I heard. Well, that's, that's what, what they're like, trying to emulate. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Diesel Nuts coming on the cast, and he's just sharing some some insights, some hidden insights about the Cavs. I'm getting excited. I think we got some, maybe some surprising players who might help contribute 
to maybe a seven, eight seed playoff team. No, why? Just hey, just keep just keep us interested throughout the year. That's all I ask. This is going to be fun to watch. We talked about it in the last pod. It's going to be actual basketball in Cleveland. It's not going to be one on one. Give LeBron Team the ball. Ball. Watch him hold it up it's for gonna fourteen. Be a little bit of yeah, Coach it's not going to be like championship ball. It's yeah. going to be like Coach Carter. So talking about maybe seven, eight seed. Let's just go through the starters. So we know George Hill starting, Rodney Hood, um, Chetty Osman, Kevin Love, and then depending on the matchup, fresh contract, <clears throat> fresh contract. Larry Nance signed a four-year, $44 million extension. So depending on the matchup, him and Tristan will split time at the center. Um, I think that's pretty I'm cool young. With that. Could be a fast lineup. But then coming off the bench, you got Colin Sexton, a young bull looking ass. You got David Nawaba, J.R. Smith, Kyle Korva, who may not be on the team throughout the year. Um, How are you not mentioning your boy? Sam Decker. Your other boy. Jordan Clarkson. Yeah. That is my boy. The new, is your the boy. new and improved. He is new and improved. He played hey. over in the Philippines and found his rhythm, apparently. I think like he's going to have a big year this year. I'm I'm looking forward to watching him play. Well, he was a D-boy before he came to Cleveland, so. Yeah, before LeBron ruined him. That's what I'm saying. Move LeBron away from Hood, from Clarkson. They're going to get back to them normal selves. Just let him eat. Let him eat. So, with that being said, not getting too much in the Cavs. Let's go around the circle. Quick wins-loss prediction, and do you think they're going to make the playoffs? I'm hoping, as a hopeful side, I think we can try to – be like the Pacers did last year. Obviously, I know Paul George isn't close to like LeBron leaving. So I'm almost hoping that we have like a 42 win, kind of like the Pacers yeah. did last year, where people expected them to be a lot worse and they ended up being and showed potential in the future. So I'm going to go 42 wins. I like that. And we had 51 wins last year. Is that correct, Diesel? Not 50. No, no, no it's 50. There's 49. <clears throat> 49. So sure we're 49. going seven wins less. Without right, LeBron. Well, let's maybe boost that down to two. Let's go to – yeah, you know, I'm going to stick with my guns. I'm going to stick with my guns. That's pretty fair, Ice. I mean, I like that. I'm going to one-up your ass, and I'm saying we're going to win 43 games. Mr. Cleveland Optimist. One dollar, Bob. Be breezy. One dollar, Bob. What the fuck's that? Price is wrong, Price is right. Cobra Kai, do you want to make a prediction and win loss? There's 82 games. Yes, it's, you know there's 82 know there's games 82 games. I'm going to go – I'm. This is gonna, you're going to hear it first. I'm not fully optimistic. I'm happy with 35 wins. And how many losses? I can't do that, man. <laughs> That's asking a lot. That's asking a lot. But, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited, but I'm going to be truthful. That's what I think it's going to be about 35. I'll be happy if we get up towards Ice's prediction of 42. <laughs> what is that funny for? But um, Breezy said 43. So 40, just... You just got to love these Cobra Kai hot takes right now. Yeah. Hot take. I'm going to go with 37 and 45. And I think that we are going to be the eighth seed in a very, uh, not to say the um, East is weak, but it's very top heavy. So I think we're going to be able to slide in top heavy, meaning you got Boston, Philadelphia, and Toronto, and then the rest is kind of a shit show. I think the East is actually kind of relatively balanced, if you ask me. Yeah, I was going to say I don't I don't know if top heavy is the right word. I just think we're weak overall compared to the West. Diesel, not Diesel, not come over here. So would you say? that the East is more top-heavy, or would you say it's more balanced? I, I say it's a little bit of both. Um, I think you can't leave out Indiana Pacers. What the fuck does that even mean? Um, <laughs> you, you, you mentioned the Sixers, the Celtics, the Raptors, but let's not forget about the Milwaukee Bucks, who just made a huge coaching change with Mike Budenholzer. So, you, I mean, so yeah, so, so those three teams are top-heavy, and then the rest from like... There's tiers. Four to like, there's, yeah, tiers there's tiers of There's levels to this shit, bro. But I'm, what I'm levels. saying is, don't you think... There's levels, bruh. Wouldn't you say that maybe a young 37 and 45 could sneak in in the East at an eight seed? 
Absolutely. Um, no. I'm I'm edging more towards 39 and 43 to okay. get to that level. Yeah, dude, but uh, I don't think 37, 37 gets to the playoffs. Cut it, That's a think. stretch, dude. I, I had a formula I was fucking with earlier, and it got me to 37. Fair. I'm not sharing my. I'm not does, sharing. Does my Boston just go undefeated or something? No, they're gonna have 62 wins. 62. Yeah, that's not a stretch. No, it's not. I don't know if it's a stretch, but I'm not just gonna go and predict Boston 62. 62 wins for Boston, and then uh, Philadelphia is gonna be in second place in the East with 57. See, I think that'll be Toronto in second place. What? Milwaukee. Too and much then turnover. Philly. Too wow. much. No. Too much turnover. Too much turnover. With, for Philly? Yeah. No such expectations, thing. Expectations. Philly young four players seeds, who haven't been there yet. A lot of expectations on them. I thought you liked their coach. Love their coach. I love a lot of coaches in the. I, I think there's a ton of talent in the NBA as far as players go, as far as coaches go, but that move in Milwaukee, I'm telling you, man. But we say this every on. year about Milwaukee. I feel like it's not, but they have not had the same head coach. I've, I've been predicting Milwaukee to have the best team in the East for the past seven years, and Brandon Jennings was the star there. Ah, uh, Brandon Jennings, good, good times. R.I.P. No, but let's be honest. Nobody knows how many freaking wins. We're just obviously, you know, throwing shit out there, but. If we're being realistic and like actually talking about expectations, who do you think the Cavs are going to be battling for that six to eight seed seeding? Excuse me, in the East. I'm going to go with the Brooklyn Nets. I'm going to go with the Charlotte Hornets. You're, you're going to laugh. You're, hey, you're, you're, hey, go ahead talent. and laugh. There's hey. a lot of good players in the hey, league, man. Hey, guys, go ahead and laugh. He I'm telling you right Bro- now. He said Brooklyn. I, I'm telling you. No sleep so, till, to be fair. All right, hey, go back to this podcast six months from now and then laugh in my face when they're in the playoffs. All right, I will. I'll laugh in your face and they have 12 or, or, wins. I'm being worried. This is, Come on. All right, you want to hear? This it's going to be the Pistons. Let's be honest. Take. Pistons are always battling for an eight seed. <laughs> this that's is all, that, that's another. You ready? Yeah. It's going to go Boston, Philadelphia, Toronto, Indiana, Milwaukee, Washington. Mm-mm. No. Washington. Washington's not making the playoffs, bro. Miami. Oh, what? Detroit, Cleveland. Okay, so you've got what three three teams from the Central still making it? I feel like I'm I'm missing somebody. Junior, for the first time, ever, ever, we're agreeing on something. I literally had that as my exact playoff. Now team. you like, look at I me. Literally said you that look was at spot me on. in six months and come back to this podcast and tell me I wasn't spot on. Sounds good. All right. I'm telling you right now, though, those teams that they're going to be battling for the eighth seed and that that sort of tier getting into the playoffs. Diesel, that's a big Tony Parker guy. It's to gonna Charlotte. be Charlotte. <laughs> And Brooklyn, and Being yes, I Tony agree Parker. with the Detroit said, thing. Make sure he throws Bro- um, and Brooklyn. Don't forget about Brooklyn. No, but seriously, yeah. you guys rate Washington very high, and I still don't know why. They haven't proven shit to me. Yeah, but they're always been a top six seed. In yeah, the- and I feel like they're going to break up this team this year. I bet you Beal goes somewhere else. In the middle of the season? Yeah. This is, they're this gonna, is their They're going to be playing like shit. John Wall's going to not be no, making this jumpers. This is their year usual. to make noise in the East. There was the last two years, too. The, the, no, LeBron's not in the East anymore. It's anybody's game. If, if LeBron's not in the East anymore, then you say Toronto has a fucking chance. They do have a the chance. That's the only team that struggled with LeBron. Yeah, they do have a chance. Anybody really has Wa- a chance. Washington has not figured out yet. They're essentially the same as Milwaukee Bucks. Ball? They have the same core, and they're only getting better. Only getting better? They've literally degraded over the past four years. They've been on a downhill path. But... I mean, but diesel nut. I have something on Chime. the Wizards. Okay. So one of the perceived problems with the Wizards was that Marcin Gortat did not get along with John Wall and Bradley Beal. Marcin it's Gortat, not a big man's game anymore. Marcin Gortat is no longer a part of the Wizards team. He is over with the Clippers now. And who did they get to replace him? 
Dwight Howard. Oh, that's not a bad upgrade. Dwight Howard. Oh, Dwight Howard. He's been doing well the past few years, too. I'm sure his career is up on the up and up, too, huh? Yeah, but they a better team with yeah, him on yeah, it. Yeah, but, yeah. They're not? They're not? They're not a better team with Dwight Howard on it. The Lakers are in a better team with Dwight Howard on it. The Rockets were in a better team with Dwight Howard on it. Breezy, get, get off the what mic, dude. No, Atlanta. Answer the question. Fair, Atlanta, Don't, Atlanta was a better team with Dwight Howard on it. Yeah, they were. So was Charlotte. Better team with Dwight Howard on it. Yeah, agreed. they were. Agreed. Dude, everywhere he's went, he's brought those teams down. And that's actually goes to my point. So you're point, saying that the Wizards are going to be worse with Dwight Howard? I don't think they're going to be better with him. I'll tell you that much. So you, so that means you were thinking they're going to be worse. He's going to be demanding the ball. Just answer the question. Yes. All right. So now said, I don't think they're going to be worse. He's going to be demanding the basketball. So right now, him and John Wall are going to have to get shots. And then you have to give your shots to Beal, too. I just don't see how it works out with Dwight Howard. He's not a good basketball player. And he's going to demand the ball way too much. To be able to contribute. That's all I'm saying. I, I feel like Dwight Howard doesn't demand like offensive possessions. He's more of a scrapper. Like he gets the rebounds to put over. He, Why do you think he's he hated his time in Houston and LA? Diesel Nut, why are you laughing, bro? I thought you were a basketball expert. Because this is a Cleveland podcast and you guys have been do- debating Dwight Howard for the past ten minutes. It's been about two, but true. Here's the only thing I had with Diesel Nut. He always picks the teams that I think are going to be the worst in the division and then just puts them up here. So, Diesel Nut, I'm going to actually call you out. Not call you out, but I have a question. Is there going to be any bad teams in the NBA this year? <laughs> That's a great question for Diesel Nut. Uh, yeah, there there will be bad teams. No, you need a name No, you, you, you got to name them. Okay, 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 I'll name them. We need at least five. I know right. one he's going to pick. There's going to be hates. at least five teams that are bad in the NBA. All right. Uh, all right. Give me the Atlanta Hawks, even though they'll be fun. Okay. Uh, give me the Memphis Grizzlies. Agree. Um, I'll say, mm, man, this is uh, it's Sacramento Kings. That's an easy one to put in there. Uh, you'll give me the Chicago Bulls. Um, what about he's struggling Orlando? for that fifth? He's, he's I, reaching deep for that fifth. I like Orlando just because I don't think any don't, team's going to be able to score. Don't them. even say the Knicks will be five hundred, but they're going to be terrible. Phoenix. Okay, good. And I'm not going to say Dallas either because I like Dallas a lot. Um, Dallas does have a good starting lineup. Yeah, they do. Yeah, dude, I, they're they're so because there's 30 teams and they're all stacked. Did you say talent. the Hornets are going to be a playoff team? Did I hear that correctly? They're going to be battling for a playoff spot. Yes, I disagree. I disagree. Brand new head coach James Borrego. Look him up. Shout out. So, so wait, how does Brooklyn and the Hornets oh, both in the playoff picture? My bad. My bad. Um, I was going to say the New York Knicks, but that's also could be not true because they brought in David Fisdale. So I don't know. Yeah. So give me those five. <laughs> he said, yeah. And special shout out uh, Minnesota Timberwolves because they're going to go down quick. As 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 Diesel Nuts roommate, I know you have a hot take who you think it, can you give us your top 4 seeds in the West? I know you have a hot take that I was shocked. In the West? Yeah. Um are you allowed to share that with us or is that is that insider exclusive only? Man, uh putting me on the spot. So you need to remind me of what I said cuz <laughs> Right. He uh, had he had Houston as a four seed. I'm just saying that right now. He had I Houston did. as a four seed, and he had Utah as a two seed. I did. All right, it wouldn't surprise Spider-Man, me. Spider Man, I, I doubled. I doubled down on that. It wouldn't surprise me if Houston does trickle down to the four seed. But if that's the case, I do not see Utah going Utah to be the two seed. seed. That that's what kind of makes me think a little bit. And they'll and they'll be playing with expectations. I got too, Phoenix Suns as my eight in the West. All right, woo! What a, eight eight wins? All right, Junior. <laughs> hey. Diesel, not we always appreciate, appreciate it. Diesel, aka drinking Ed. Uh, it's a little tipsy today, so that's why we're a little all over the place. Um, but we're coming to another fun part of this podcast again. Special guest, my guy, 
college roommate of four years and only since the second grade let me tell you about the ski boy ski wonder boy. so as we said we were drinking a little bit more on sunday after that devastating blow a little bit more a little bit more <laughs> oh boy uh so ski you know we went to the game you're already pretty trash at the game we go to the dive bar lounge shit gets even more weird you leave the dive bar lounge and then tell me what has happened well, well from first there. of all i didn't eat all day i had like a I, I had an egg McMuffin and a double whiskey Coke at eight thirty in the morning. <laughs> Wait, That's, time out. Breakfast of champions. What Breakfast? were you drinking out of? A cup. No. A glass. We're at the Muni lot. This dude no. comes to the Muni no. lot. No. Meets up with me and Breezy. This dude has what looks like one of those. Looks like a gogurt fucking. <laughs> no, it looks like one of those uh, sour cream. Yeah, one of those squeezable sour squeezable cream. sour cream. <laughs> Pouches, if you want to call it, with the flip flip open plastic cap. <laughs> Don't hate it. He, it, it was a flask. It was a sour it's all cream plastic, bag. All plastic flask, so you can sneak it in. Gooch fat flask. Gooch flask. Gooch disgusting. He said gooch fat. What's gooch, gooch flask? It just said, he said gooch no, no. Fat. You load that bad boy up with some Jack. You get it in the game. Stick it in your gooch. Yeah, that's why you got hammered. works wonders for me. So yeah, I, I started off a little early. I was very excited for this one. Because the first time that we were actually going to tailgate for a couple hours rather than like five minutes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I had the, had the Gooch flask going. And, uh, oh, another beer. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, didn't eat anything after that Egg McMuffin. Pounding at the Muni. Get to the game. Pounding at the game. Uh, I, I forgot that they don't let you carry three beers, so I had to chug a whole beer I just bought. To carry the other two, and that Wait, didn't. They really all for yourself. What were all those no, beers for yourself? Coach. No, it was with coach. coach. With coach. Um, next thing I know, I'm looking at 44 players on the field. That's that's where I was at. <laughs> I, I was not late. The X's and O's were not there for me. At one point, I was looking out of one eye. I was that like I'm not exaggerating. Cobra eye, baby. So uh, so yeah, we get we get we get to the young dive bar lounge. Um, we get the hook up there. I don't think I paid for a drink. Uh, shout out. Um, Decide it's time to go home around 5.30, uh, get in an argument with my roommate. and uh, A.K.A. Rook. A.K.A. Rook about who's going to get the Uber home. Granted, it's nine bucks, uh, but I'm a cheap <laughs> bastard. Uh, and he's like, I'm going to buy $40 worth of fucking pizza, you bitch. And then next thing you know, we're, we're fighting in our hallway. On who Wait, time out. Let me get this straight. You didn't pay for a drink, but you wanted to complain about a $9 Uber, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those beers at the, at the game are expensive. But anyway. Uh, then we get into an argument who's most alpha in, in the apartment. I live with two, o- two other guys, um, Larry and, and Rook. Shout out. Shout out. And uh, Larry always leaves early, so he left Dive Bar without telling the Irish goodbye. Always. Always. Old Irish exit. And uh, me and Rook get in the apartment, and we just start going off on each other. Shirts off, and wrestling ensues on who's the most alpha. And, uh, Which is actually a little role reversal because it's usually Lair and Rook going at each yeah, other. Yeah, and you're the one breaking it up. But this time, yeah, it was argument over you Uber, who's Rook. paying for Uber and pizza. It turned and into who's, who's, the, and who's the alpha. So anyway, um, we're, we're getting into it. I think a couple shots to the face, and it's wow. just it's just muscle on muscle. I mean, we're both pretty pretty jacked guys. Um, <laughs> so it's definitely it was definitely a primal primal survival of the fittest, fit, whatever the hell it's called, survival of the fittest. fittest. Yes, fitness. Um, next thing I know, he's got me pinned on the couch. I got bruises all over Dude me. Dude has bruises on his biceps right now. It's all over me. He, he does this pinning move, and uh, 
somehow the, the whiskey strength just all hit me at once, and I push him off me and rock bottom him through our coffee table. <laughs> True story. We all saw the snaps. This table is shattered. And we're, it, looks table. Like, it looks like something out of Super Slam, Summer Slam, whatever the hell it's called. Super Slam. Diesel nut? Summer Slam. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I go right through the table, and, and Larry comes out of his room and just looking at us, and we're both just like two just passed out. Both knocked out for a second, and then we call it <laughs> Ten quiz. count. One. We Two. Get, we get back at it. Larry tries to break up the fight. He goes, and he lands on the other coffee table. <laughs> elbows, both elbows on the table like that. <laughs> they got a lot of coffee tables here. <laughs> we have four coffee <laughs> Huge tables. Huge coffee They're guys. prepared. They're prepared for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that happened. And let's just say I was hung over as a piss rat this morning at work. Not, not much getting done at the office. Yeah. Ski, what did you see when you woke up in the morning? This morning? Or I guess that night when you came back to consciousness. Um, the brain, like, brain describe kind of, the scene. Describe the scene. That oh, you, well, yes. Yeah, and Larry's girlfriend came over. and it Just wood pieces everywhere. Shattered. This table somehow was put together with 500 different pieces. They're everywhere. Can we, when you get back tonight, can, is it still a mess? No. So Rook had the day off today, and he pulled some magical super glue wonder and put like three-fourths of the table back together. Oh. It's missing a couple of drawers. Do we still have footage from the fight or from the aftermath that we could put on the Twitter? I might have a picture. I'm not sure. All right. If you have a picture, we'll put it on the Twitter so um, everyone can see. But, yeah, uh, just – that that was the that, a lot of aggression after a Browns L. That's what that was. So the question that the audience is wondering right now: Who is the alpha male? Me. Okay. Right. There's one point I was McGregor. We might, shout out we might have to get Rook on a web redemption. A web redemption. I was screaming. My neighbors hate us because I was on the other coffee table, the third coffee table, screaming, beating my chest. I am the. So now there's alpha. a third coffee table in the picture. Yes. We just when people move out, they leave them in the hallway, and hey, we'll take this. What's more, it. more things yeah. to put fucking beer cans and unnecessary bags of chips and shit on. All right. <laughs> Ski boy, appreciate that story. Shout out to Rook and Lair. It was a good day yesterday. Thanks for having me. Coffee table, Kai. All right. Real quick. Um, NCAA starting to heat up. Um, hook them. Hook them. Number Ski seven. Boys team finally making its way back in the top ten. After I haven't been in the top ten since years. 2010. Did you make that set up? No. Okay. It's like over 2,000 days who's or something. The like yeah, who's the quarterback of Texas The one and only Colt McCoy. Pretty sure. I think Colt he was on K- the Browns in 2010. No, I think it was 2011. Case McCoy? Um, but, yeah, so these t- these teams are starting to find their identity, starting to really figure out what this playoff picture is going to look like. So right now, as the standings sit, we have Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Notre Dame, and then we have um, the five hole is LSU, Michigan, Texas, and some other garbage down the road. Let's go around the table. Who, if you had a guess today, what your four at the end of the year, what your four college teams are going to be in the playoff? Who would you say? I got. I would say I think Bama and Ohio State stay where they are. Okay. Um, I'd like to say LSU might creep up there. Huh. 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 So I'm going to actually throw a curveball here. You guys ready for this? Time Here's my top four. That was only four. three, though, bud. I know. I was gonna say who else. Yeah, I, I had a Texas. So I'm going to go. You guys ready for this? Number one, Bama. Scott. Shocker. Number two, Ohio State. Shoulder right. Number three, Notre Dame. Right. And number four, UCF. 
not happening. There's zero percent. It's a hundred percent happening. They play two top twenty-five teams the last two weeks of the year. Oh, they have a they have a better teams. schedule than Ohio State does. Back. Cincinnati's not going to be ranked by the end of the season. They play them in three weeks. They're number twenty. They so you're telling me if they go undefeated and they beat two top twenty-five teams, they're going to hold them out? Because I don't think so. I think they will. I don't. First of all, Clemson's going to come out of the ACC with flying colors, so yeah. they're going to be in. They suck. But by default, by default, they're going to get in. Okay, so Notre Dame. Honestly. The only people who could only ruin their chances right now are Notre Dame's schedule's cake. They're so is Ohio State's? N- number six Michigan's cake. I don't think Michigan's going to stay. I think they're going to lose to Michigan State this week. Well, they're still a tough team. They're number six in the country. So, I mean, it's not a gimme. And Michigan always plays Ohio State hard. And they have Michigan State as well, who's number 25. So, if anybody's to leave that top four, I think it's probably going to be Ohio State. Just to be replaced by Michigan? Mm. Yeah. 100% fact. If Michigan beats Ohio State, yeah, dude, whoever wins Michigan-Ohio State is going to be in the in the Final Four. Yeah, They're not going to leave a Big Ten team true. out. Yeah, I also said that same thing last year, though. Not going to leave a Big Ten team out. Look what happened. I don't remember what happened. What about the Big 12? I think it's Texas or West Virginia. I think both teams still have a chance yeah, to make I it. I think Oklahoma's West Virginia's really got the good, only though. chance. Oklahoma's really good. If, if yeah, they win Oklahoma the Big Ten. Oklahoma is pretty good. Oklahoma should have won that game versus Texas. The fact that they even came back. With Kyle Murray on the quarterback. They're not going to make it, but I think Oklahoma is nasty. They're so good. If, if everything falls into place, they could potentially make it. The, the Big 12 still does. Are they having a championship game this no. year? No. Okay. No. Dude, that, that fucks them. Why do they not do that? I don't so understand. Dumb. It should be mandatory in the league. I agree. Wait, they're, not, they don't have, they're not having a Big 12 championship they game? Never they never do. do. I thought they I thought they tried to start. I, I thought, thought it was yeah, going to be implemented this year. Too. No, it's not this year. I know that for sure. Regardless, so this is what the NCAA needs to do. They need to have... Eight teams, five uh, at large, and then they need to do three the three wild cards, if you will. Yeah, next, next best three. So, junior, who's your top four then? I think it's going to be Bama, Ohio State, Clemson, and Notre Dame by default. And I know that's everyone's like, "Wow, that's a really hot take." Yeah, that, that's hot. that's one through four right now. But if you look at how the schedules are playing out, Bama's going to get in. They. They do every fucking year. Even ba- if Bama loses, they're still going to yeah, get in. Just, I mean, it happened last year. Yeah. They fucking lost to jo- – or... yeah, Auburn. 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 Yeah, but – Iron I mean, Bowl. They're, they're going to get in. And then you got um, Clemson, ACC's cakewalk. Ohio State, I, I mean, I got to root for my home team. And like you said, if they can make it through Michigan and Michigan State. And then the thing about Notre Dame, yeah, they've been playing these shitty teams and it's been close games, but they literally have beaten – all the tough teams they need. Yeah, they to. have like, a tough. They have literally had a, tough a cake schedule. schedule. Yeah, and the rest is cake now from here on out. So they're not going to lose a game. Watch Notre Dame versus Syracuse. I'm telling you right now. I know people are probably they're going to be like 30 point dogs, but I'm telling you, Syracuse can upset them. They they have a t- they're a tough team that should have beat Sy- uh, Clemson again this year. Uh, I want to say it's, it's I think it's at the dome. Oh, I, shit just got real. Wow, that might Big change a little bit. Big 12 championship game. I thought they won last year, too, to tell you the truth. Yeah, because wow, they get the, get the yeah, Sooners to the playoff. Okay, get the Sooners God. to the playoff. I'm still going to stick with my top four. Sorry. No, Big 12 is going to be left out, unfortunately. They're they're more inclined to put two ICC teams in than a Big 12 team because they're ICC dick riders. Dude, is, can but, LSU beat Bama? Yes. Yeah. Dude, Joe it's Burrows. At L, it's at LSU, go. too, which is such, such a yeah, big that's, advantage. That's like one of the so hardest L- places to play. Right, so what, what happens? You want to know what happens? LSU beats Bama. LSU makes it to the top four. They LSU makes it to the 
uh, SEC championship game. They win, and then Bama's going to get in by default again for just having one fucking loss. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't think that Bama would get in if they don't make the championship. I they really, did last year. I, I know they did, but I just, I just had this feeling they wouldn't do it twice, even though people they won are it last trying year. to anoint this Bama team as the best college football team of all time. Well, dude, here's dude. one thing you guys have to admit: this is Which one is thing. Absurd. Their quarterback so play is like we've never seen Bama before. That's true. That, that's that's yeah. the only thing that separates. Them like, when's the last time we've Bama. talked about a Bama NFL prospect at quarterback? Uh, AJ McCarron. <laughs> Um, <laughs> also, Greg McElroy. <laughs> actually, the SEC could be. This could really. This is actually like the I'm best. Excited. I just the thing is, this is the most SEC, SEC has been in a few that's years. That's what I was going to say. This is probably the best the SEC has been. So, for once, they can actually ride and the worst Cox the Big and be okay with been. it. Like, Georgia, if, know, if Georgia fuck. wins out and they win the SEC championship, I mean, shit, man. We could get real muddy here. here dude, here's one thing that pisses me off about the Big Ten. We finally feel like Big Ten's taken their step, and then all of a sudden they have like a year or two of this. You know what I mean? Like, remember, was it two years ago when they had like six teams in the top 15 yeah. or something like that? And we're like, oh, Big Ten's better than SEC. Now it's an absolute joke. You know, it's Michigan, that, Ohio State, and, and well, that's Penn it. Is it a joke? State, they shit the bed last week. They, lost they shit the bed twice. They should have beat Ohio State and Michigan well, State. And Michigan lost State, yeah. You're overlooking Michigan State. That's still a pretty good football team. It's Michigan State. Yeah, but I yeah. thought Penn State was the real deal this well, year. Yeah. I mean, I agree, but. I'll tell you about Chase McSorley, man. I really hey, like this guy a lot. It's college football. It's, the gaps are closing. Anything can happen, man. UCF. Dude. I'm excited. Undisputed national champions. Yeah. I mean, if, if everything goes accordingly, I could see the top four how it is now, but I mean, it definitely. I mean, it never I'm does. Willing to, I'm, never yes, does. I'm willing to bet it's yeah. not going to. Well, because the, the SEC like always has to fuck shit up and have two teams and this and that and I think the only way know, a big time team gets rats. in is if Ohio State wins out that's the only way a big time team's getting in Breezy what's your top four and then we can move on honestly I got Bama Ohio State Notre Dame and I I don't I couldn't even tell you the four that's going to be I think LSU I really do do you think okay. since Clemson has had so many questions at quarterback their schedule hasn't been nothing too crazy do you think even if they do like ball out I mean, that they put in two SECs over the ACC. You're saying I, if Clemson has one loss? Like that's if, if they're underfeed, they're for sure. Well, that's what I'm yeah, saying. A no. one-loss Clemson. I'm, just, I'm kind of assuming Clemson. Dude, yeah. A one-loss Clemson, let that's me, when it gets interesting. Let me read you guys Clemson's schedule. It is terrible. I didn't even realize. Syracuse, they play NC State, who I think is – I don't even know how they're a 16 seed. I know they're underfeated, but still. They had a good but you ready for the rest of their schedule? LSU – They. I'm sorry. They play FSU, Florida State, who's 3-3. Three and trash this year. Clemson – Plays Louisville, who's two and five. Trash. Boston College, who was top twenty-five, dropped. They're okay. Duke in South Carolina. Duke is okay. Duke that South is South trash. South Carolina is okay. Duke's too. quarterbacks gonna be drafted from the first I still round. Think it's they at Clemson as well, so that's not very helpful good, for Duke. Good quarterbacks can do big things. So true statement. Shane Falco. I think well, the re- what I basically him. said is if Clemson gets upset, they're not making it. Yeah, and the thing is too, especially I mean, if you get that loss later in the year, it only pins you back and it's hard to move up. So. Wow, that was a lot longer than I thought. Good shit. Tampa Bay Bucks in Tampa Bay. You know, they started out the year super hot, 2-0. and The Fitz magic was real. Oh, oh, it's magic you know. Ooh. And then shit kind of hit the fan. That a bye week, Jameis came back. Um, got famous Jameis. Got famous Jameis. The crab leg special. And uh, you how's know your what? kids? How's your wife? How's your Uber driver? Dude had rough, dude had 400 passing yards and four tutties for Atlanta. Granted, they lost. They have a juggernaut offense. Their defense yeah, the is defense garbage. Is, 
top bottom three in the league. It didn't make sense, but bottom. I'm three. gonna go with my prediction first because I think Baker's gonna come back to life. Um, if we do bring in a couple of these guys, Bauman. Hey, we didn't mention Odell Elliot Beckham, Perryman. maybe. Perryman might bring some the Richard deep Perryman. Um, no, I mean I think ba- they're they're gonna they they have to do something to make to spark the offense. So I think Baker's gonna. Hey, what's he been doing? Throwing receivers open. He's gonna get back to it. We we could beat up this Tampa Bay defense. We just gotta hope that our, our offense can contain some of these wild animals of Tampa Bay. They have a new defensive coordinator too. I don't know if you said that. I wasn't paying attention, but they just fired their DC today too. Yeah, yeah, that's just trouble in the making. Um, I'm gonna give my predict right now. I'm going to go. I hate picking the Browns. I feel like I'm just going to keep jinxing them. But I really think they're the better team, so I'm going to have to stick with it. I probably honestly should have picked the Chargers last week, but I was just being a hometown hero. Same. But your boy Junior is going to go, your Cleveland Browns, 24, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 21. Ski, go ahead. Cobra. I got – I'm going to go with the Brownies as well, but I think it's going to be – I don't think it's going to be that exciting of a game. I think it's going to be 17-13 Browns. And I like the fact that, hot take here, that Baker, he, he's owning up to everything. I don't know if you saw that update. Like he, He's putting the blame on these losses on him. And you can he put wants, the blame on me. He wants to turn it around himself. I like to see that. Me. I like, to I like that. that too. Yeah, I do. When, when I got that, that ticket that says you put this on me yesterday, uh, I, I love to see that in a young quarterback that wants to lead the team and, and truly be reminds, a Cleveland Brown. Reminds Brown. me of a young Colt McCoy. Hook him. Hook him. They should still have. They should have never traded him to the Redskins. I like, agree, dude. He would be so good. So I told myself, if it was basically any other team besides the Bucks, I would pick against the Browns since I'm 0-2. And uh, obviously everything I say is the opposite. But this week I truly have the confidence that the Browns are going to win. Um, the reason being is the Tampa Bay – Bucks probably have the worst running back duo or like running backs. Peyton Barber, Ronald Jones. Yeah, so they're they're not really good right now, and that's our biggest weakness, obviously. So I think it's a very good matchup um, with for the Browns. So I'm going to go with Browns, uh, thirty eight, and then I'm going to go with the um, Bucks, twenty one. Twenty one. Wow, we both Big have the Bucks putting up twenty. I just think this is the best matchup of the year for the Browns. Yeah, but then again, you never know if it's going to be same old Browns. I mean, I know they showed some sign of light, but until they start proving you it, can't say week same in and week old out, Browns, okay. dude. But I just we've did. been competitive every single it? week except for last week. We were competitive a lot of weeks last year too. We just no, we had... were not. Yes, we were. No, we were not. I... Matty, were we competitive many weeks last year? Yes, we were. But the only no, difference was no, we weren't. Instead of trusting our quarterback to go and get a drive in the fourth quarter to either tie it or win it, we throwing a fucking pick six. Maybe yeah. you actually went to the games last year, you'd know. But anywho, I think what the Browns have to do to win this game, I think they're going to have to go with some multiple tight end sets. They're going to have to bring out, stop the valve, hopefully he can get involved in this offense. Give he him didn't some really touches. play this week, did he? I'm not, no, I think that's, com- that's, that's what I'm saying. I think, Especially what, since he played right, versus Baltimore. And especially since we have no receivers. That's my point. So that's why I think we're going to whip out these extra tight ends. We're gonna I thought you were going to say something else. No, we're going to whip those out after we win and rub it in the Yes, Tampa sir. <laughs> but anyways, I think we're going to try to pound the rock, establish that run, make it easy for Baker to throw to some wide-open receivers downfield like Could Rashad Perryman. I think Perryman's going to get some touches. I don't know how How many drops gonna is he going to have, you think? Can't be any worse than what we've been having lately. <laughs> I'm going to go Browns 31, Tampa's going to have 28. 
All right, here he is, drinking Ned. So the thing that concerns me about this game on the Browns' end is that their linebackers have not been good in coverage. The best thing about the, the Buccaneers they have going right now is their two tight ends because Jameis Winston loves tight ends. O.J. Howard, yeah, he does. Cameron Bray. That's why he got suspended. Those are the two. Well done. Uh, those are the two concerns I have uh, as far as them going on defensively. Agree with Matty Ice. They do not have running backs that are capable of producing. Uh, they have, what was it, Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones, right? Was that, those was the second two. rounder who can't even she, she. play. And, and I liked Ronald Jones out of college, too. Um, but that's besides the point. You like uh, everyone out of college. But this this Bucks defense is atrocious. Uh, you can attack them, go downfield on them. Uh, got to get Juice going outside of the slot. You got to get him Evan, going on downfield on the side. Did you stay or Juice Landry? Juice Landry. Missed Evan Kajus, of course. Could you stay or could you go? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Browns. I'm I'm with Matty Ice. I think I was thinking 38 points. I'm gonna go 24 for the Bucks, though. Wow, it's pretty cool high scoring game. Yeah. Should be a fun one to watch unless they play like Cobra Kai thinks 17 to 13. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. about to say yeah. I don't see us blowing them out, but I don't see us winning 17 <laughs> to 13 either. All right, kids, here we go. What grinds your gears? Brought to you in part by Cobra Kai Karate Studio. Um, so I'm going to go with one that I'm sure uh, Breezy over here probably experiences a lot. Probably. So, you know, my body shape's a little bit different. You know, I'm, I'm 6'3". Uh, my waist is like a 34. So Prove it. I have a lot of issues with with shopping. Uh, I'm Actually, I've never been able to online shop because every time I think I have it, it never fits. So what grinds my gears is that every time I have to go shopping, I have to go to the store. And every time I think I have the right shirt, you know, you finally get that last XL off the rack. It never fits. So there's really nothing that, uh, you know, there's no solution to my grind my gears. It just grinds my gears that I can't just have a normal, you know, large, a large hashtag, every time. Hashtag first world props. Hashtag 2018 props. Hashtag WBS. Weird body syndrome. Ooh, that was a good one. It's a thing. But anywho, I'll keep mine short and sweet because I know Cobra Kai is about to hit us with a home run. But what really grinds my gears is when you're driving in a street and the clearly says it's 35 miles per hour, but the people in front of you decide every street is just going to be 25 miles per hour. And nothing irks me more is when you're in a hurry trying to get to the podcast on time after work. But here you go. You got these fuckers going 25 down Lake Avenue. That's what grinds my gears. Hey, click it or ticket. So what what grinds my gears? Office chatter. How bad <laughs> is that Monday morning Browns hungover office chatter with fucking Catherine that you don't give a shit about what kind of rutabaga salad she made this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm hungover trying to get my fourth cup of coffee that morning. I don't need to hear. Hi Tom, how was your weekend? Just don't talk to me. I'm not alive until like eleven. Shots I, but fired. That just that and like in the bathroom. Oh hey George, how you doing? You're pissing next to him. How was your weekend? Good, great. How about those Browns? Yeah, another week, right? You know, I I hate the office chatter so much. For those of you who don't work in an office, you don't understand. It is the worst. The same. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Awesome. I I that I hate that more than anything, especially. 
on a, on a Monday like today, after a day like yesterday. Hey, what kind of salad was that? R- rutabaga? Rutabaga. Rutabaga. Hey, and for Catherine's rutabaga salad, that's why it's always cloudy in Cleveland. Shout out to Ski Boy Dinsk. Thanks for AKA having me. Thank Kerber you. Kai. Thanks for having me. That's a wrap. And quick shout out to West Coast Nate.